Hey guys, it's Carly. Welcome back to my podcast, One Woman Gig. I am so excited for today's topic. Today we are talking about a dance do, which is show me the money. Let's get paid as a dancer. I have with me a very special guest. I consider him one of my best friends. He's a dancer, teacher, choreographer. He's awesome. And his name is Kavan Isaacs. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I wasn't sure when I took off. Hey, You're perfect. Hey, 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 Carly. Thank you for having me. And hey, everyone tuning into this podcast. Um, eventually when it's up. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey. So excited to have you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, how are you doing? Hopefully in good spirits. How are you? Yeah, I'm in good spirits. I'm over here quarantining. You know, the Rona has us all shut down. So I'm yeah. doing my best. I just okay. kind of teaching every day still. Distance learning is still happening. Um, we'll get into we'll get into that talk later. Um, okay. I guess yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, we're all kind of quarantining. Hashtag safety first. Hashtag stay home. Uh, we want to make sure we're yeah in good health and good vibes. We gotta just keep the good vibes and take it one day at a time. Embrace it and do what we can. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> thank you again so much for tuning in today. We're gonna be talking about money 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 and life as a dancer i know for you you are someone who also wears many hats um you are secretly a ninja you are a dancer you teach in new york city you do a lot of things um but i guess maybe before we even get into every single thing that you do take us back to the beginning for a minute um give us a little background about yourself you're from new york um you started dancing uh i think as a teenager right tell us tell me a little bit about that yeah so um i am from new york born in brooklyn raised in rockland county hope you guys on uh, are there some rockland county folks out there maybe yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm a fpv Oh. oh my gosh <laughs> amazing keep going it's fine live your life this is all you go ahead <laughs> um yeah so i'm from rockland county uh i've always had a passion for, for dance so dance and movement so i would say like i started dancing in the womb like i would love to Ooh. i did like i i started dancing in the womb i was dancing when i was a baby um and i always loved it i didn't officially start training um, until I was 17 and I was blessed with an opportunity from a wonderful woman. Um, her name is Leanne Garza. Shout out to Leanne Garza. Uh, she, uh, she gave me an opportunity, once in a lifetime opportunity to train at a small studio in Rockland County when I was 17, um, for free. She, she like sponsored me because she saw free. Yeah. She sponsored me because she saw potential in me and I'm, I'm really thankful you know, really thankful for that. So, like, I, you know, started at 17, started later in the game, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, contrary to popular belief that many, many trained dancers start when they're young. Um, I started officially training when I was 17. Um, and the rest is history. You know, I met a lot of great folks along the way that kind of just helped groom me uh, into the dancer or entertainer that I'm into, that I am today. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So free 99. No, that is that is uh, awesome to hear that in terms of having like a sponsorship type of thing where you can invest in your art and your passion. Like that's I love to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. So you officially started training at 17. 
Um, you have had some great influences, uh, great mentors along the way, yeah. and you have quite a bit of commercial dance experience under your under your belt. You know, you've done the VMAs. How many how many years now? Like three, four? How many VMAs have you performed at? I've performed at three VMAs. Woo! Amazing. I remember no. one of them. Was it three? No. Three. Okay. Okay. One of them I remember you did with Rihanna. I remember one year it was on my birthday. And I obviously, like, before you booked it, I was like, come on, let's go out for my birthday. And then you booked it and you're like, uh, Carly, I can't go out because hashtag I'm dancing at the BMA. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be angry at you, but no, I can't really because hashtag BMA is like, okay, I support it. <laughs> but, uh, three, three BMAs is a big deal. Um, you've toured with, uh, Mara La Negra. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And movies, like you're literally a superstar, which is amazing. Um, and on the flip side, of the dance industry, the dance aspect, you are a teacher in New York City. Is that correct? That yeah. Is. What do you teach? That's very true. Yes. I am a digital arts teacher at um, a private school in Manhattan. It's called the Churchill School. Shout out to the Churchill School and Center. Uh, I officially teach uh, ninth through 12th grades there. So I'm the digital head teacher of digital arts at the school. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, question yeah. though. How do you balance how do you balance your life with you know going to auditions you're signed to clear talent how do you how do you get to go to auditions or if you just book something like a direct booking how are you balancing your dance career or like even taking classes or rehearsals mixed with being a full-time teacher like that is you are wearing two hats that are like a pretty big deal so how do you feel how do you balance how the heck do you do it Uh, what are you doing harry potter status i don't know like what (laughs) There are 24 hours in a day. I'll say this. There's so many conflicting opinions and ideas with regards to, like, one's ability to juggle multiple careers. Um, For me, it's kind of simple, like, passion. Like, if the passion wasn't there, none of it would happen. So, I mean, mm. if you're about only one thing, you do only that one thing. Your whole life revolves around that one thing. Um, you can't right. try doing it, right, if you're passionate about that one thing. In that same respect, I say if you're equally as passionate about multiple things, you'll do all those things for me it takes for me it takes like three things i'll say like uh you know for me to make that happen it's intensity um i say it's pain and i'll explain pain Mm -hmm. crazy um and it takes (laughs) and it takes discipline so intensity pain discipline i say intensity just because like if you really want to do something you have to believe in it so strongly so intensely um that you consciously and, and subconsciously make it happen for yourself right pain just because pain's a big driving force for me is that you know because another like that burning pain of unfulfillment that's the that's the real pain so mm-hmm. as long as that pain of 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 not not fulfilling everything that i desire to is there uh my mm-hmm. desire to get rid of that pain and fulfill whatever i set my mind to will always be present um that's awesome yeah and then and then discipline for me like discipline's the one thing that just connects all the dots like you can want to do multiple things but you mm-hmm. have to be you still have to be methodical you still have to prioritize um mm-hmm. you'll have to have some type of plan um so that you can channel your passions in the right direction and hopefully get the outcome that you can that you can get so for me like like going back to what i said there's 24 hours in a day eight hours of that day 
you know, I'm, I'm working as a teacher, but then after that, do you have time to train? Do you have time to like, what else are you doing with that 24 hours? And I think that's really what, where it makes it happen. I'm not saying in nowhere, shape or form, like it's easy. It's, it's not completely easy uh, because I'm making, I feel like I made it sound kind of easy. Like, yeah, (laughs) I still have to prioritize. Like I said, there are times where I'm Mm. an audition because I have to, you know, I have to tend to my nine to, I have to tend to my eight to four, you know, right. there are, also, right. there are also other times where I'll book a job and it it completely aligns um, with my scheduling. You know, I might book it hmm. over the summer because teachers don't work year round. We're off. We have those summer months off. We have holidays right. off. There are a lot of, there are a lot of periods where I'm able to balance it and, you know, God in the universe just kind of like spins it in my favor. But because I am, because I'm making a conscious effort to fulfill um, everything that I desire to fulfill. That's like amazing advice, whether you're a dancer or not, like just in general, like you need to be having that intensity. Yes. To, I understand what you mean about pain. Like if you're so passionate about something, when you don't have it, if you haven't reached it, if you haven't manifested and like seen it and experienced it, then you're like, no, I need to do it. I need to push and, and work and like, keep it going to, so that you don't have that pain of, not experiencing it so i i can relate to that and i totally agree um and then of course discipline like every single person living like if you don't have discipline with something then it's like what are you doing like commit and 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 go for it whatever that might be um of course in this instinct um we're talking about i mean in this instant we're talking about uh with dance so so um yeah just finding so you're balanced is working for you and and that's that's a really awesome perspective of just like working for sure. well yeah if you want it you got to get it so yeah no that makes sense yeah good for you <laughs> and mix in with like a little harry potter magic that you are secretly oh. able to just do it no. so magic the magic comes from god i have a strong faith so that's that's really the magic if i should say <laughs> if amen I- to that yeah <laughs> nice all right cool um so for you, being a teacher, being Mr. Isaacs to students in Manhattan, um, and I guess just having conversation with, I'll say, quote unquote, non-dance people, <laughs> non-dance industry friends, right? We, we, have, we have them in our lives, right? Um, do you ever get offended if people ask you like oh what do you mean you dance like what do you do like is it do you ever feel like oh you yeah you're not even on my level of like how much cool stuff i've done or like oh well, that that sounds a little like right excessive <laughs> sorry wait, well let me let me calm down never me but no that might be cool. some people come on now we know um yeah that's not me yeah so one like i'm i'm super humble when it comes to stuff like that i, I just see like comments like that as an opportunity to just educate you know a lot of people yeah there's so many like there's so many misconceptions just about the dance industry that you know that there's no money in it that there's no that there's not much success in it people hear you're mm. they're like oh you're like you know you're not doing too much with your life you know you're kind of wayward and trying to figure things out you're living from couch to couch you have no money there's all these like stupid misconceptions and you know um i just see see comments like that um as a as a means to educate people about the dance industry you know people don't know that oh my gosh you can get you can you can make good money you know doing 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 a lot of these jobs um yeah 
you know what I mean? residuals too when you book that stuff and get those residuals exactly. Woo! Exactly. <laughs> so it's, you know every opportunity it's just an opportunity to to educate folks and just kind of enlighten the ignorant the ignorant peoples <laughs> <laughs> okay there, you know there's a lot of there's a lot of we'll say this there is a lot of educating to do where the mm. community's uh, concerned. So thank you for this podcast, you know, because you're educating people. You're putting it out there. You're putting information out there. This is perfect. This is perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, it's just, it's one of those things too, especially being in New York. Obviously there's different, um, I, I guess I'll say vibes, I guess from different areas, but at the end of the day, we're all dancers. We're all pursuing, pursuing our dreams. We're all, you know, have had like similar experiences. So like, why not talk about it? There's do's, there's don'ts, and like we're still learning things. So there are still discoveries that are um, made to happen, or they're they're about to happen. You know, we're still discovering, we're still growing as people, as dancers. So it's good, like you said, just have conversation, talk about it. Um, and I appreciate that comment. So thank you again for tuning in. Um, <laughs> that's awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, for you, Kavan, you are signed. You are a signed dancer. You're signed to Clear Talent Agency. Um, do you feel that you have an advantage with your dance career and having financial stability um, because of auditions and opportunities that are, I guess, maybe considered bigger or more promising or quote unquote better paid? Or do you feel like being a signed dancer, um, you know, is a quote unquote better route in terms of stability as a dancer what 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 are your thoughts on that um that's an interesting question that's really good um i'll say this uh being signed to a dance agency does have its advantages but it is not mm. a magic pill that's going to completely like spring springboard your dance career and all of a sudden you'll make more money you'll be financially stable as a dancer um there's still a lot of personal work that has to be put in once you're signed just like right. just like any like unsigned dancer but um being signed or just having representation in the industry is a is a useful tool and it has exposed me to bigger and higher paying opportunities with the in industry um shout mm. out to Juliana my agent she's definitely like she's definitely negotiated higher wages for me on jobs where I hey. maybe wouldn't have uh had representation so it's a useful tool um, it's had its financial its financial benefits because of that exposure. I've been able to I've been able to make more money. I've been able to get those residuals, you know, come in and supplement and supplement and offset income. So yes, uh, right. being being signed, being represented by an agency does have its benefits because of the exposure and just because it's it's another tool in your pocket uh, for you, right. you know, for you yeah while you're navigating. So yeah. I mean, that's awesome for me. I'm so I'm a freelance dancer, as you know. So for me, um, it's still like you said, it's still the same amount of work. Like, it's not that you can't just be like, OK, I'm signed. I mean, I'm not signed, but like I'm, I'm imagining like you just said, it's not the magic pill of just like I I got it like that. You know, you still have to train. You still have to go to take classes. You're, st you're still a working dancer. So there's still so much that goes into uh, um, your career. So you still you still got to. That's like saying, like, if you're, like, signed to, like, the NFL or something, and then you're like, well, I'm not going to go to the gym ever. Like, I got it. Like, what? Like, how do you even? Right, exactly. 
how do you do that <laughs> you got to train your body so, yeah that needs that needs to be put in there's so many things that that you just have to do as a dancer i'm glad you even brought that up like there are things outside of just being a dancer that you that you need to do to, you know to be a dancer and to book jobs so you can you can be signed to an agency and and not put in the work in and that tool because you're not utilizing the tool the way you should you're not going to have access to certain things so a lot of the bill mm. on you as a dancer like having a dance agency is just extra padding you know it's like yeah. the icing on the cake it's it's there but it's not really like the root of it nice that's a well thank you for enlightening me with that perspective because you know i think um a lot of times dancers who are pursuing their career uh they just assume like okay well i have to have an agent in order to quote unquote make it not that's not the case not, not the case not the case at all yeah yeah but secretly it is a tool and it's a good tool it's a nice little padding to have like you said so that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) so for you Kavan um Mm -hmm. would you want to make dance your full-time career like in terms of touring traveling dancing music videos all this like is that something that you feel could sustain your lifestyle financially if you were to let's say like okay well I know you're passionate about your teaching um um in manhattan at a school but it's like do you feel like let's say you woke up one day and you're like you know what i really wholeheartedly want to put my you know i just want to dance like i don't want to teach anymore like do you feel like for you personally um would you ever want to make that your like full-time everything um that is a very great Um, I think like what the clearer answer, the clearest answer is going to be because I, I might sound like I'm going different directions when I answer this. But um, right. a, so for one, I'm a teacher, right? Because that is a passion of mine as well. Like, but it's also a it, it also lends to some um, financial stability for me. I will not lie. Like uh, in the dance we currently, especially here in New York, it is not as yes, dance can be lucrative but in certain aspects um and yes you can have a i would love to have a a a full-time you know career as a dancer i'd love to tour and just i would do it i would definitely do it um because it's because again it's a passion of mine and it's an experience it's an experience that i would love to have i just know it it would be something that's temporary i just know that it won't be as consistent um right Right now, I'm in the position I'm in, and I, I do my multiple jobs because it's also financially. Um, it also lends to some another level of financial stability, and it's consistent. Um, because dance is a passion of mine, I'll say, you know, I'll say, I say temporarily because I know one, I wouldn't be dancing forever. Um, mm. But can it sustain me financially? Yes, just make just for me temporarily, but it can sustain dancers. Right. yes yes the tour life can yes i would do it um i haven't had the opportunity to do it as yet so you know maybe maybe one day i will manifesting that putting it out there but hey that opportunity yes i would i would grab at it for sure yeah so just on a side note because now we're talking about touring who would you want to tour with what who would be like your dream your dream tour oh my goodness man uh <laughs> Okay, Usher is is the goal, <laughs> and I love yes. that guy. Like he's an ultimate. Like I grew up watching Usher. He's still killing it today. Like his music's still hitting today. I would I would so like I would love to dance um, for Usher. I would love to tour for Usher just because he seems like a down to earth artist. He seems like mm. to work with. 
Um, his choreographers are always dope. His sets are always dope. The music, his live music is always on point, and I love music. So I think the number one would be like Usher. Uh, yes. I see that for you. Thank you. For those of you guys, yeah, like if you guys don't, if you don't know Kavan, definitely follow him. He'll, he'll put his plug in, his IG plug a little later in, in our in our conversation. But follow Kavan on IG and you will see, like, you'll just like watch his videos and be like, oh my God, hashtag Usher. Like, it's literally like Usher. If you ever hear this for some, you know, in your life, just Usher, call Kavan immediately. <laughs> like, call Juliana, like literally make it happen. Five, six, seven, eight. I support that. And I see it, like manifest it. I see it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Thank you. And just and I'll be another one. I'll be there. Plugs <laughs> out there. Just another one that we're gonna throw out there on the universe. Um, is just just to be able to at least perform with Janet Jackson would be major. Ooh. Would be just freaking major. Just because these are artists that I like grew up on and I used to watch their background dancers like, like it, yeah. and their choreographers are legendary. Uh, yes. They themselves as artists are legendary. Their music is legendary. So it would be a, a complete honor. Like if I'm going to be touring, if I want to be dancing for an artist, like the ultimate dream would be to dance for them. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. I Amazing. Yeah. Woo. All right. Awesome. All right. So moving moving into my next question for you. Um, besides doing like dance projects, you know, we have a lot of friends. Um in the industry who are literally like friends and if they're doing like a dance video like a video concept or maybe showcases like cyber right or like carnival or anything like that right would you say like besides doing those type of projects would you say that you've ever experienced a dance gig that you booked that you felt like you were underpaid um yes 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 i've definitely experienced a couple dance opportunities where i was underpaid but i'll say this it was completely my fault um, it was judgment mm. on my end and but it was a learning experience but I take onus for that um, I've matured from those experiences for sure and I knew coming out of the last you know the last underpaid job that I did that I would never compromise my worth my time or my talent and artistry again number one for myself and for the community at large like so um, yes I've experienced I've experienced uh, a few jobs that I was underpaid um, back in the day but it was a learning for me you know <laughs> learning experience for me and I, yeah i've learned a lot from it i'll say yeah that. there's a lot to say on that subject for sure yeah and it's it i feel like more times than not unfortunately a lot of dancers um fall into allowing themselves to work for free or hey like i'm gonna need you to be on this video project it's gonna be 12 hours but i'm gonna pay you 100 bucks but i'll give you lunch like that's not acceptable like no right. um you know like there's and i feel like so many times it's like we just as dancers because we're so passionate we're like oh my gosh but i'd love to work with this person or like oh my gosh i love this choreographer or like oh my gosh the experience would be really good or i can put on my resume but it's like at the end of the day with that experience what does that mean for next time? What does that mean for, you know, the person that hires you or the artist, especially if it's like an Instagram artist or something, again, not knocking anyone's artistry, but right. you know, they're going to think that that's normal. So they might hit up somebody else or they might hit you up again and be like, Hey, I'm doing another video. Uh, this time I'm only going to pay you 75 because you know, last time it was uh, 12 hours, but today it's only going to be eight hours. So I'm going to pay you a little less. Like 
you know, we want to make sure we're educating people, which um, kind of leads me into my next question for you. Mm. How do you think we can educate, um, I don't want to say unprofessional, or just people that might not know, maybe they just, you know, are not aware of, you know, compensation for dancers. Like, I feel like we're always at the bottom of the totem pole, but like, how do we educate people to make sure that they can abide to like fair compensation for our time, our artistry, our talent. Like I know Dancers Alliance is one thing. Like what are you, what are your thoughts on that? Right. Um uh, this is a very like this is a very sore subject within the industry. I think bottom line, dancers need to be able to make a living from their careers as dancers. Nobody's trying to get rich. We're not mm. we're not trying to take money from, from you know from artists' pockets, but we I mean we deserve it. We deserve to get rich. But dancers mm-hmm. period just need to be able to make a living. That means reasonable and fair compensation for every dancer across the board, no matter what. There has to be an industry standard. There's there's industry standards, of course, but there has to be an industry standard that is adapted to every job across the board for every dancer, period. Every time. Every tax. Every time, consistently, through and through. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I am... I think for me, I've definitely fallen under, you know, moments where it's like, man, I should not have done that. Or there have been times where I've called like choreographers. I recently got asked to choreograph this um, project Mm -hmm. for um, a talent group. Like they're over out in LA and we were going back and forth with communicating and everything like that. And I dropped the ball like heavy, Kavan. Like I dropped the ball in terms of compensation. So what they were asking me it didn't match in terms of what I was I was paid. And in my head, I've never taken on um, a choreography opportunity like this before. So I was just like, I'm not sure. But after that experience, I definitely learned. I called up a very prominent choreographer. I don't know if I should say her name or not, but maybe I'll say it. Her name is Tweety. We all know Tweet Boogie. Um, I called her like I was like, Tweety, I need help. Like, what do I do? I should like, you know, and she explained to me, she like, She's like, Carly, listen, I support you. I understand where you're coming from. We've all been there. So like to get like literal like mentorship from somebody like Tweety who's been in the in the game for right. forever. She's 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 like all hail Tweety. But like for her to just educate me and be like, hey, you know what? Next time, that's a no, you know, or next time you need to make sure you include this, this, this in your conversation before even agreeing to it. Or next time look up information about dancers alliance like i honestly started doing that educating myself because of that experience and researching more so like tweety definitely showed me that and dancers alliance is definitely something we can all educate ourselves right we can easily educate educate ourselves and these folks just by knowing ourselves exactly what we should be compensated on specific jobs and sticking to them stick to it right there's yes lots of resources out there for union jobs there's sag i mean there's dancers alliance there's a site um that has all of this stuff online so we can do the research ourselves um but we have to stick to it by Mm. i don't think the industry will have respect for dancers until we ourselves demand it that means not settling for less than we're owed rightfully we have we, we work hard on our crafts these are yeah. major and minor productions. They're like these major and minor productions, there'll be nothing without the dance talent that is hired. And we have to know that. So we have to demand it. If we collectively and, and just seriously made a decision to decline low paying jobs, I think it would spur like a greater change within within the industry. I think it will bring validity to our argument if everyone across the board 
you know, declined those lower paying jobs, which is the hardest thing because right. I have dancers in the interim that are that are declining, you know, that are declining these these jobs that are offering low pay or just low or just bad treatment. But there's, mm. there's always currently there's always going to be that dancer that they'll find that's going to take it and it's going to do it for pennies. Right. It's just and it's for the greater good of the community or none of us are going to eat. You know what I mean? It's right. A huge sacrifice. I don't think anything's going to change if you don't do that. But yes, education is key. Education has always been key. We need to do that. And we have to have integrity where it's, where it's concerned. We have to not settle for less. We have to know our worth. That preach like honestly just preach like snaps for you no that makes that makes so much sense um yeah and i think you you hit a major nail on the head in regards to that we all have to make sure that we're doing it it can't just be a couple because then like you said somebody's gonna grab the bait and it's like oh i'm gonna pay you 20 dollars like and then again it's it's ruining opportunities for all of us in the future and i mean right now i feel like there's definitely a shift within the dance industry um you know there's just so much going on and even now like in quarantine everyone's doing these online classes there's just i feel like there's a major shift happening in the dance community in the dance world and i'm hoping that within this shift we can come out on the other side and just like you said with the education just we are aware of like our worth what's going on right. um even with online classes there's a lot of like free classes going on and stuff and it's like I mean, that's a whole nother topic that we could we could potentially go into, but about our worth and our talent and the time and years that we've trained, and that's it's just uh, my brain, my brain is doing too much. Woo, no. let me, <laughs> it's okay. Let me take it back. It's okay. Let me take it back. It's a very rich topic. Like, there's so many. Yeah. It, it, there's so many levels and layers, you know, to to the conversation. There's so many like moving. Pe- I mean, we didn't even touch the surface just now with like, with with the whole the whole wage thing we'll be here for hours if we talked about like the levels you know within that yeah on the production side as well like it has to do with these production companies like they play a huge role in 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 taking advantage of dancers as well knowingly knowing yep so that you know it just goes back to us demanding we have to demand because guess what like once people find that dancers aren't working for 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 the pennies that they're giving us anymore they're gonna have no choice but to up those rates, but to up that treatment. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. We make, we literally make these productions. They're nothing about us. So that's um period. That's all- okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Good gosh, so true. I just like stumbled over my words. I don't know what just happened. No, um but yeah no that's 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 definitely very true um and just we all got to come together guys so for those of you listening we got to stick together we got to make an impact impact um sacrifice for sure yeah for sure for sure um i guess you kind of answered this one before um but I'm, i'm gonna ask it anyway do you feel like there's a time in a dancer's career based on performance experience where they should absolutely not accept you know hey i'm gonna do this project and it's uh, but i'm not gonna pay you type of thing i feel like when you're first starting off in your dance career where you really haven't booked anything um you know major or like is there a certain part in someone's dance career the beginning the middle i don't want to say end because it's a never-ending journey but do you feel where i guess when you're first starting off is it okay to work for free so you can quote unquote gain experience or does that does that go against what we were just saying with like 
yeah. hey dancers need to be compensated but at the end of the day too if they haven't had experience how am i trusting you if you're just starting off like how what, like do you deserve quote unquote the same amount as somebody who's like all right well i've toured with this person i've done this video i've done this live performance i've danced for this artist you know is it on the same playing field or what are your thoughts with like i think compensation for, for that yeah i think in that regard um if they're booking you for a job if they're booking booking you for a job you obviously are talented in some way and they see some value in you correct they're not mm. not i mean nobody is comparing your level of talent because you they're booking you for a job because you are capable of you know of performing to their standard mm. comes at a period that comes at a price period whether it's it, it has nothing to do with seniority i don't think any dancer should ever work for free it's not a matter of time it's not a matter of seniority and no dancer for work should work for free period excuse me no dancer should ever work for free ever period whether it's the beginning I... of your career whether whether you've been 12 years in those production companies or whoever's booking you for a job sees value in the talent that you've set forth i've done mm. with people that have been in the industry uh much longer than me and we've gotten paid the same so it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter how many years you put in um whether you're new to it whether you're old it, it it has that has no that has no say that holds no weight um it's just like if you were in a regular if you were working a corporate job let's say right mm -hmm. obviously like some people get paid way more for you know the years that they put in but at a certain standard but at a certain standard let's say um the person just coming in from school based on their level of talent based on their based on the things that they know in some industries are making the same amount as the person that has been there for three or so years i don't know maybe in the industry when it comes to like dancers that are working with uh touring artists or something like that maybe maybe it'll it'll eventually come to come to a level where you know the amount of years that you put in you're making more but for now for now i don't think dancers should ever work for free period they need to pay us you know so that we can maintain a living okay so yeah stick with that no totally i hear you i, I what, hear you my friend i kind of went off on the tangent there but bottom line no dance should work for free guys <laughs> absolutely no that, that totally makes sense and i appreciate your insight and your your opinion with that that's i mean that's true that's very true um so my last question, I feel like you may have kind of touched base actually on this way back in the beginning of our conversation, but for you, what would you say is your best advice to securing like financial stability? If someone is new to pursuing their dance career or even people who have been in the game, so to speak, for years, and we could use it as a refresher. For you feeling secure financially as a dancer, do you, what's your advice? Do you encourage, um, you know keep going type of thing is it is it cool to have multiple hats i know you said if you're passionate about something then you're going to put 100% into what you do no matter what so you know what what are your thoughts i guess what's like your best kaban advice you can give um in the beginning you'll you'll definitely find yourself having to take on an additional job or two just to support your just to support all the things that come with with uh being a dancer in the beginning stages there's a lot of training that you're going to put in there's a lot of you know there's a lot of stuff you're going to spend money on so i think you're definitely in the beginning stages at least you're definitely going to take have to take on a, a job or two um or maybe you're in a similar position to me and you have a degree you can put to use in an industry that may allow some schedule flexibility 
um that may also be an option that you want to explore but i don't think there's any set path to attaining um financial stability in any industry i think one thing to remember bottom line is that less is more um don't fill your life mm. unnecessary stuff and put yourself in unstable financial situations when you don't need to i think we all possess the power to kind of create the financially prosperous life that um that that so many people believe dancers can't have um we can have them mm. the power kind of just remains in our hands like we can all have financial freedom to some extent um we can all have that financial stability but it's all in how we use and spend the money that we have just be smart um be discerning like really like really know what you're doing with your money and have respect for it um and that even goes for me like i'm in no way shape or form guys like i'm not a financial guru i have my own spending problems and habits occasionally <laughs> and i have to check myself i have to remind myself every now and then but um mm-hmm. i think the thing to walk away with is we don't need everything you know what i mean so just be wise be wise with your money be wise where that money's concerned right if you have right. a job on the side make sure you're putting away in your savings so that you can offset costs when you you know when you're in the in between you may have booked a job you know last month but maybe this maybe the next few weeks you don't have you know you wouldn't have a job or something like mm. how also you're making money on the side so i think we just got to be smart about our finances period i think that's in any industry there's you know there's people out there that are working for less than dancers that are trying to you know that are trying to make ends meet we just got to be responsible responsibility is key you got my friends you gotta, it's not easy not, none of this is life stuff is easy right uh, right but i think if we love something it's it makes it that much easier so love dancing you know if you love multiple things at the same time you go for all of those things if you just love dancing then you then you put your you put your all into dancing you know what i mean um and and making it making it something for yourself we're always going to find a route we just got to stay focused well you inspire me i'm just going to that was like i'm high-fiving you right now like a virtual high-five because i appreciate that <laughs> honestly honestly, honestly. Bro, you inspire me because there are a lot of times there are a lot of times i'm 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 hyping you up right now but there are a lot of times where i look at like the amount that you do just all the things that you're able to do just with like running studio on a podcast and dancing and making websites on the side like you're doing all the you know what i mean like you're doing all the things that inspires me as well like shoot how much more can i do oh thanks friend oh yeah thanks so yeah we just support each other inspire each other that's like what life is about i guess in general like relationships and just you know lifting each other up and just encouragement and inspiration motivation all those good things so i appreciate that i really do thank you well that kind of wraps up our interview today i want to thank you so 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 much for taking time to chat with me today about money 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 and about career 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 um <laughs> if you want to take this time real quick if you want to like you know shout out your your platforms you have your ig you know your handle put that plug in there go ahead <laughs> um sure yeah i could i could use some additional following and some engagement um i would love to love to connect with you guys you can follow me on ig or twitter or wherever at the underscore k underscore Vaughn. That's V-A-U-G-H-N. My name is Kavon at the K Vaughn. All right. Again, that's the underscore K underscore V-A-U-G-H-N. Hey. (laughs) 
sounded so that sounded so official. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it, because it was, of course. <laughs> amazing thank you again so much um guys next time i'll be bringing in a very special guest choreographer creative director and dance icon in my eyes icon to discuss dance mentors legends and foundation so that is something you don't want to miss so make sure you tune in next time to my podcast one woman gig peace out